0: You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie now. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Hello, everybody. I'm Natalie and you are listening to Seize the Day. Now, I have an exciting show lined up for you. I love to celebrate women on Seize the Day, and today I have a truly wonderful woman joining me. A former chief exec for 12 years, she has since set up her own business and is now a professional certified coach with the International Coach Federation. And not only that, she is one of the kindest and most generous people. I've had the good fortune of meeting, and I'm delighted she's come on the show. Please put your hands together for the incredible Sandra Wiles.
1: round of applause oh Natalie that's making me smile
0: <laughs> good that's brilliant how are you Sandra thank you so much for joining me I'm really
1: really honoured to be here and, and like to have some time just have a conversation about stuff that I know we both love in terms of coaching and helping people grow and um, how am I the sun shining into my little office I'm sitting on my settee with lovely colourful cushions um, and feeling good you know um got quite an interesting week because I'm doing a mental health first aid course um every afternoon and that's quite challenging but um yeah this morning is like a real treat some time with you and then a little walk before I do my homework before the course this afternoon.
0: Oh that sounds wonderful actually on that how is the mental health workshop going that must be quite interesting particularly in the environment that we're going through at the moment with Covid and everything it's quite relevant. Yeah what I'm finding um with
1: quite a lot of my coaching clients and teams that I'm working with at the minute is is you know really quite high levels of overwhelm and people are tired and you know self-care is falling out the window so um I decided that I just wanted to add to my own knowledge about how to to be able to have conversations and about some difficult stuff and it's quite challenging because we're we're looking at some difficult issues and and how you can have conversations about things that often we shy away from so it's going to really be helpful particularly now that like most of all of my work is online you yeah, know so coaching online how can you spot things how can you perhaps have conversations that help people recognize their choices and stuff so yeah it's good to do but um it is a quite a challenging course you yeah, know yesterday we were looking at issues around depression and suicides afternoon psychotic illnesses so you yeah, know there's there's something about having knowledge and then helping people have conversations about some difficult stuff because a lot of people are, are suffering from some mental health challenges at the minute you know um, in terms of isolation so, so as a coach it's like how can I add a few other tools to 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 the yeah the, the value I can offer to my clients.
0: I think that's wonderful and, and you've touched uh, well, on, a, on a big point there in terms of People are experiencing different things in this time that they won't be used to, and therefore not familiar with the reactions that they're taking and how they're dealing with situations. So I think oh, it's wonderful, absolutely fantastic. I can't wait to hear on the other side when you get there. How, how long is the? How long is the course?
1: Um, there's, it's four half days, so it finishes Friday afternoon. So yeah. and a great group of people that I'm, I'm learning with. Yeah, some real. I just love people, I love collaboration, I love meeting new people, so that actually how
0: you can share different experiences um, and learn together is magical. I love that. Right, well let's talk a bit about you because going through that 12 years as a chief exec, quite incredible, and then the transition into business owner, you know, coach extraordinaire and just, well, all and lovely person. You've been that no doubt for years. How did, what's your journey? How did you make that transition? You know, making that leap of faith into something new.
1: It's really strange. And when people ask me about my career um, and learning, I go straight back to when I was 16, which was a long time ago, when I spent a summer making candy floss and popcorn at Drayton Manor, Parkinson, <laughs> for 26 p and so I just showed that all down. And for me, that was something about probably my first introduction to working with lots of different types of people, Yeah, both as colleagues but also as customers um, and learning how to deal with that. And then I wandered around a bit and I wandered into the public sector and worked virtually all of my career in local government. Started as an environmental health officer and then quickly realised that um, I love working with people and helping people develop and grow and and make a difference through their work. So ended up as the chief exec at Blaby District um, in Leicestershire. Um, And it was the best job in the world because I had the opportunity in that role to actually, I suppose, influence culture and help the people in the organisation get confidence and and really get ambition about how their work and their services could make a difference to the people that lived in in the district and the businesses in the district. Yeah, so spent 12 years um, made quite a few mistakes along the way in terms of how you can drive cultural change but re- my heart of hearts I've always known that everybody has the potential to be to, to be brilliant and magical um, and that it's the system that often keeps us you know stuck or, or stuff we put up in our background in terms of lack of confidence and um, so it's chief exec i could play in that space around actually building a, an organization that that had growth and learning at its heart and it was really clear on why it was there what it was there to do yeah the purpose its yeah what <clears throat> what we were there to do as a business and so loved it did it for 12 years i'm very much drawn to challenges um, and can get a bit like itchy feet if there aren't lots of challenges they had loads of difficult things to deal with but actually got to a stage that I'd I'd invested or we'd invested a lot of time and quite a bit of money in team coaching and coaching for the senior team and got to a stage that I was sitting at home one night writing a restructure report to take out two more members of the senior team to save money and suddenly thought i don 't need to be there anymore you know the the people around me, the next chief exes in the organization, the next directors in the organization, and I want to test myself out differently, and I want to do more of this coaching stuff yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've <been laughs> increasingly spending my time coaching my own staff, coaching partners and partner organizations um, So I went to the leader of the council and said i like, 'd like to resign and i 'd like to leave next it May time it was about six months before I left. And he said, "You can't." I said, "Well, I cannot." <laughs> it's fair. Um, so I, 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 was there for about six months, um, and during that time, we concentrated very much on um, succession planning, um, making sure that the person that yeah, so one of my directors was appointed as chief exec, um, and I supported her through that that period, and making sure that the organisation would function under a different type of leader and that sounds quite big-headed but um i can be quite hard-nosed but actually most people loved working in the organization um, because we were achieving some great stuff in a way that people felt valued so it was really important to me that actually the organization the people in the organization had confidence and realized that it was brilliant because of them not because of this Sunday royals um, and then I left and set up my business in um, June two thousand sixteen. Never run a business before in my life, but obviously I'd run I'd run a council, so you know, knew. And just have loved every moment. Lots of learning, but actually, you know, I most of a lot of my work as business leadership coach is still within the public sector, um, or in the third third sector. And I think that I'm probably making more of a difference by working with future leaders leaders in that sector now than i could have done if i'd carried on being a chief exec in one organization with a itchy feet and wanted to do something
0: different i have just what well, i've been beaming listening to you speak and a couple of things i wrote down well i wrote this people must have loved working for you you know growth and learning putting people's desires need to learn and they're what they want to do at the forefront is absolutely fantastic. And I think anybody within an employment situation would want that from, you know, a senior leader. I think that's magic. So you've been at your new role now for, or your new business for four years.
1: Yeah.
0: What is it within the coaching? You clearly are able to, you know, influence and support folk in, in their work, but within, within the coaching environment, what is it that you really love about the work you're doing when you're working with the individuals? I
1: love the fact that everybody's different and that um, as a coach it's not about clever tools or models it's actually about being with the client it might be an individual they might be very senior they may be you know just starting out setting up their own business they may be you know, just going for the first big job they were, but actually being with them and helping them Become more self-aware, yeah. So, so to get a sense of what it is about them, helping them around mindset, um, you yeah, know, because I, I think we can sometimes stop ourselves. So, actually, freeing people up to, 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 to give them some tools to think differently, think, you know, to have some slightly different thinking patterns, and then when you get to like that magical moment of, of people just go quiet and. There's a light It's like a light bulb. I had an email yesterday working with this fabulous woman um, who works in construction, and the firm she works for are great because she's currently a, a practitioner or a doer. She's a QS, Um But um, there's an opportunity for her to be there, will be opportunity for the a team leader post coming up next April. And they're supporting her through succession planning with I'm um, coaching her and working with her mentors and sponsors in the organisation. And you know, she's going to be brilliant, but she didn't believe that she could do it. Yeah, you know, she she's a woman with two kids and you know, like in a very male in- environment. And I had an email from her last night saying um I've just done my puzzle development plan for the next five years and actually I had my kitten heels on in the office today and actually I was walking like a team leader. You oh. know, Three three months ago, it was like I don't know why they're asking me to do this. I, you know, I'm not sure. And that magic, and it's not the coach that does it. We just we just provide a space, a, a safe space for people to explore stuff that's sometimes quite hard, um, and to to think differently, and to yeah to to
0: be a bit more in control of the future, um, whatever that means, whatever success means to, to the individual client. That's it. It's individual, isn't it? I mean, again, I'm beaming. Saja and I are very similar in this. Absolutely love people as the individual, you know, folk that they are. And to your point, it's all different, isn't it? When you come into a coaching environment, when you come into that listening space, every, every moment is different. You never really know where it's going to go. There's, you know, the ultimate goal at the end or the the, the challenge, the desire, the, the the drive. But it's very different and it's listening to the individuals and Often, how we see ourselves versus what what other people perceive, and what we're trying to do in the world, and we just don't necessarily believe in ourselves. I've had the same with clients too, and it's magic to use your word. Absolutely magic to see them uncertain walking through a couple of conversations, a couple of tools, and then actually executing something at the end is quite magic. I mean, that you must be beaming after receiving that email.
1: Yeah, and every client's different, and sometimes it doesn't always work out brilliantly. Sometimes Particularly if people are say like encouraged to get coaching by their organization actually you've got to you've got to be in the right place you've got to be open to challenge somebody described me a few months ago as like yeah you know, that I provide that safe space but I can be really challenging but in a really kind way and, and think about as a coach judging what's right and what's needed in, in the moment. but yeah for some people the time's not right for them to to be up for that challenge and for others they just suck it up and and, and make massive movement you know in a couple of sessions so um you yeah, know what I've found over the last four years actually is that actually there's not every every client is different and, and I don't go out there saying you're gonna have a package of six coaching sessions Yeah, we'll design a program based around what that individual needs and wants and what works for them and for some people it might only be one session for some people they may work with me for two years yeah, on a decreasing frequency so yeah I love the fact that it's different um, and whilst you know, coaching is coaching is coaching actually um every piece of work i do is different and particularly when i work with teams and groups yeah that i'm going to a session thinking you know what's going to happen and it'll go all over the place but as long as you can add value and give some value to that team or that clients that's what for me satisfaction is
0: I was going to ask you, how do you find that dynamics uh, shift, if you like, between working with an individual to then working within a team environment in terms of, you know, understanding and pulling everybody in? How do you find that dynamic and how do you work within a a team environment? I
1: I work with teams and groups. So a lot of the work I do with um, in the team coaching space um, is with senior leadership teams. And a lot most of that work, I, I partner with another coach, a great woman called Emily, uh, Emily Jones from, um, from Nottinghamshire. Because particularly working in the virtual space, it's actually how can you pay attention? How can you really support that team's thinking? You know, Team coaches, we're not there to facilitate stuff. We're actually there to, to, to actually help those teams think and those individuals in the team think. So um, I try to, I suppose from my own self-care perspective, Manage my days so that I'm not doing two sessions with two different teams in one day because actually it is quite exhausting. But the magic that can happen from yeah, individual one-to-one coaching is incredibly powerful. But actually, when you get some of that thinking and that self-awareness and team awareness across a whole team, you can really see teams move from from good to great. Um, and and yeah, it's real. fulfilling and what we found, Emily and I have found is that. Yeah, we've got one client, one team that we've worked with since December two thousand and seventeen, and we go in perhaps every six months now. And you yeah, know, it's this and the level of trust that's been built up that allows us to help the team really challenge their thinking and their their ways of being over that period. Um, but I do do some work with groups. Yeah, just one-off bits of work and um, some work with love working with coaches so emily and then i've been doing some cpd work recently for a, a team of internal coaches in quite a big organization so i think uh, yeah i just work with clients that are up for challenge but are energizing and um wanting to, to move forward and they're not all in one sector they're not all one age group they're not all in one level of, of seniority um, it's about are they ready for that challenge and, and ready
0: to have a bit of fun on that journey with a bit of support and some
1: quite, quite difficult questions at times I
0: love that you're right it's it's about showing up though isn't it you, you can't force the horse to drink water can you when you take them yeah. to the pond, it is so true you've got to be invested yourself in, particularly if anyone else has encouraged you to take coaching it's got yeah. to come from within yeah you're, you're quite I love I love that how have you found I mean, we we touched on it very briefly and you mentioned it there, the virtual space. Since COVID, six months in, potentially another six six months ahead, we've got a, l- a lot of more virtual worlds to, to live within. How have you found that transition from face-to-face to virtual in terms of the impact of coaching, but how you've had to adapt as well?
1: Personally, I love it because um, I think it, one of the things, particularly when working with new coaches or, or other coaches, really stress that self-care and that... Balance for ourselves because we're rubbish. Yeah, if we if we're not if we're not in a good place and resourcing ourselves, we're no good for our clients. Yeah, we so I find working in virtual space, I'm loving it. Had to get into a bit of a routine and balance, make sure that I don't just sit in front of a laptop all day and don't move. <laughs> um, but I think initially, I mean, I was doing. I, I got a couple of ones-one clients that I worked with virtually um, back in March. And that worked quite well but what I'm finding now is that it's probably the, the, I can feel energy across across Zoom I work on Zoom um, yeah I've made a decision that that's my, my platform of choice and um, it's harder with teams to really stimulate the Um, space where you're not with them if that makes sense because you're looking at squares on the square but works really well my learning I suppose working with teams and groups is if it's a new team or a new group it's you have to invest a lot more time up front in in settling people building that safe space building that rapport um so things can take longer one-to-one coaching in some ways I think movement can happen more quickly on on, um, in the virtual space but with teams and groups there's really a need to provide a a settling in space and to keep it safe and build that that sense of safety and psychological safety before you get into doing some quite difficult stuff. So so team stuff takes longer online. But it's 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 more accessible for people and I think listening um, improves you know when you've got team work based work on, on online. One of the things that um, made me so I'm quite creative in, in my work. So I've led the cards and used it for post-its and pictures. And actually, one of my initial worries about coaching in the virtual space is how creative can you be? But you know, I've managed to do perceptual position work with people, three chair work with people on Zoom and with teams, you know, get them moving, get them doing very different things to, to actually stimulate, Change in thinking, so I think there's very few things you can't do virtually. But I've got beautiful picture cards and stuff like that. It's <laughs> <so laughs> difficult to to work out how you can have that touchy feeling. bit it's so one of the things I'm thinking about at the minute. Is actually um, a coaching setup pack for yeah. You know, what what would you send? you know, would you send some play doh to each member of the team so that actually if you're doing some visualization, they've got some play doh to to work with. So I don't know, my, my my mind's buzzing at the minute about how you can perhaps build a little bit more of that that movement and that playing with pictures or cards or, or stuff into the virtual space because we're going to be in it for quite a while. Wow. And I don't want to go back to driving miles to, you know, to to sessions when actually that's tiring for everybody and it's tiring for the clients as well.
0: Do you know you're right, there is a lot of benefit to virtual for that point. You're you're not having to travel anywhere, it can be immediate, but you do lose that tactile play sense. And it yeah. made me smile when you mentioned that. So no, chart Sandra and I have spoken about this before. I mean, the, the fact that you talk about sending packs, it's that attention to detail, it's that care, it's that consideration, it's that effort. And around the coaching, talking, conversation space, there's more to it as well, which makes it absolutely wonderful and very personal and very much more engaging I think as well really fantastic love it um you touched on coaching for coaches uh group coaching as well Uh, what what else is it that you're doing Sandra at the minute
1: it's I'm doing a real mixture of stuff so I've been working with a, a company that works in the legal profession and um, supporting a mentoring program for their for their associate level employees, and we've just finished the pilot, and they're going to roll that out to a second cohort. Um, and it's a company that actually has buildings or, or services in Copenhagen and Stockholm and London and, yeah, you know, Nottingham and and um, so I'm going to be supporting the rollout of the second cohort. For that company, and that's great because they're really seeing the, the the return on investment from actually putting mentoring in as part of their way of being, and you're seeing ripples across the organisation from culture. So that's good. Sadly, I probably won't go to Stockholm to do the training and be online, but Shame. doing some work with um, so, so likely to be doing some work supporting and building confidence and and practical skills around selection processes for very senior posts in public service organization locally and supporting people from underrepresented groups to to actually develop their confidence to go in and do their best in that very senior um, um selection process wow um, who else is going on some really interesting one-to-one clients and some great um emily and i have got a 18 18- month team coaching programme with two councils that are coming together from their leadership perspectives so supporting them through that journey um, at a time that is really difficult in the public sector um, and taking for councils. And I love the coaches gathering. So I work I one of the, the things important to me Natalie is to work with other people. Yeah from time to time. So I work with a great coach from down south, Annie Lee. Um, and Annie and I trained together we did our postgraduate certificate. Oh did you yeah, in 2016, and she's amazing. Yeah, we've done bits of work together over the years, and um, and we've established this, this this thing called the Coaches Gathering, which is a, a network of a, a, a supportive space for coaches to come together to work on their business and to support each other and to challenge each other. Um, so that is really exciting. It's quite early days. We've got 22 coaches that are in the Coaches Gathering at the minute. I'm planning another introduction day um, in the early November. Don't want it to get too big, perhaps 50, 60, so that it's a network where people can build those relationships and help each other succeed. Because um, there's hundreds of coaches out there, but actually we can help each other. And there's enough clients, and it's actually about learning for each other and, and sharing um, the experiences and things that have gone well, but also sharing the things that perhaps have gone so well. So, Annie and I love working with coaches in that sharing space.
0: Um, Absolutely wonderful, and I have to say, I'm, I'm part of this coaches gathering, and it is magic. As you said, it's the networking, it's the connection, it's the knowledge sharing. And I think for me, there is something about, yeah, you know, our
1: professionalism. How do we keep raising our our own expectations, our own standards? You know, widening our learning. So for me, things like a coaches gathering, it's it's really useful because we can share our experiences on cpd on the learning that's going on and help each other succeed you know you mentioned at the start that i'm part of the international coaching federation when i set up the business for me that was really important to be part of a professional organization with standards and competency standards and ethical framework Um, because you know we are working with people sometimes they're quite vulnerable Um, and so yeah for me there's a great coach will be part of a network, but they will really invest in that ongoing training, you know, supervision. I work with my own coach. Um, yeah, just found a new supervisor that I start working with next week on the one-to-one space. Um, but investing in, in our own craft is important if we're gonna do our best for our clients.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Continual learning, wanting to be the best person we can be and therefore support and be able to help others. Love it. On that, why is coaching so important?
1: I think it's a life skill. And I think, yeah, I work as a professional coach, but I think there is something around if everybody has a few basic coaching type skills and mindset, you know, what magic would happen. So there's something about it's about helping other people think and, and recognising that they can find their own answers to, to, to a lot of the things that are going on for them if they're given that space and somebody really listens and you know is there with them. So yeah, I, I would say coaching is, you know, changes like it, it does, but it's it's a it's a life skill and I think you know when we think about how we are as parents as partners as members of family you know how often do we really sit and honor somebody's thinking um and that's what a coach does yeah honor somebody's thinking and gives them the space to to actually explore things occasionally perhaps you might give a little bit of like have you thought about this but um i think it opens up opportunities for people and um gets people thinking about potential not just worries and the problems that are going on and it is hard sometimes people are in a place where actually it's hard for them to do that thinking Um, and that's why I think sometimes the professional coaching space is helpful but if all parents if all you know kids learn basic coaching skills in schools what do you have what would be different
0: that was so different I saw a post the other day on one of the social media channels that said something along the lines of Nobody actually ever really listens. They're just waiting for their turn to speak. And that's what I see as being so incredibly valuable within the coaching space as well. Having somebody listen, repeat back what you've said sometimes, because sometimes I don't even think some, well, certainly I've seen it with clients and I see it with myself as well. You hear what you're saying sometimes. So when it's repeated back in just perhaps another slightly different way, reframed, it provides such an insight into where our thinking is and helps open up that creative pocket in the mind for you to bring in that inspiration and boof, you run with your ideas. And
1: holding up a mirror to, to help people's thinking and, and, and stuff. But I think you know, clients can be in different spaces and sometimes they just need that thinking space. Sometimes they need some practical support, perhaps some models, you yeah, know, particularly when I'm working with leaders or future leaders, you know, I've been around I can't forget that I was a chief exec and you know, we were a great council, you know, because of the, the people that I work with. Um so actually, yeah, you know, sometimes I may well have resources. I read loads of books. So you know I often, you know, will send stuff on to my clients just saying, like, yeah, you might want to have a think about this. And I know when I first um did my coach training it was like "Mm, just got to ask questions and listen but actually there's a continuum for me and sometimes yeah for me it is I wander between the mentoring coaching space um, with some people if it's in service of the client that's okay if it's in service of Sandra's ego yeah it's not (laughs) not okay
0: You know what, I've got to say I am impressed with your volume of reading as well and books it's amazing you've got such great insight and great recommendations wonderful absolutely wonderful Sandra if anyone is looking for coaching be that in the professional um, world in business or whether or not it's in their personal life or you know whatever it is they're looking to do and they w- want to they're inspired by you love what you've got to say you're an incredible individual I would highly recommend you as well where can they find you? Website or how's best to get in contact with you?
1: Um, okay, find me. I, I hang around in LinkedIn quite a bit. Yeah, so if you're on LinkedIn, um, send me a message through LinkedIn. I have a website, um, www.sandrawilescoaching.com, which is it, it's really a place for people to go and find information if they heard about me. People don't find me through my website. And um, my email is sandrawilescoachingatoutlook.com. I love chatting to people about coaching. Yeah. So people just want, you know, half an hour chat about how it might help them, what it might, um, because I won't work with somebody if I don't think I can help. And it will add value. Um, But I hang around on LinkedIn a lot because I, I like the community and I like that I can play with pictures. (laughs) Which
0: is wonderful (laughs) and very inspiring. This has been so insightful, so wonderful, a real, eye-opener hopefully for those who aren't familiar with coaching what it entails how one can get involved the benefits and the and the broad scope that coaching can actually help thank you so much for coming on sandra thank you for inviting me natalie this is like a really lovely thing
1: to be doing on a thursday morning
0: brilliant yeah yeah. (laughs) thanks so much for coming on and thanks everybody for listening take care look after yourself keep well you have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this show, please pop over to day.simplecast.com where you'll find all of my other shows. Or you can visit me at nmscoaching.co.uk. And from Friday the 17th of July, all of my social handle names will be NMS Coaching. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. this show please pop over to SeizeTheDay.SimpleCast.com where you'll find all of my other shows or you can visit me at nmscoaching.co.uk and from Friday the 17th of July all of my social handle names will be NMS Coaching. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.